0: My, he 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 he
1: Here we go. Alright, family. Welcome the Mike, paper, scissors. Back with my co-host, Abdur Brock, and a returning guest, Dr. To it. How's everybody doing?
0: Very, Very
2: well. Good.
1: There we right, go. Like there I there said, man, any
2: better than couldn't stand it. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. So we gotta get this out. So
1: Brock sent us a video of beating her kid <clears throat> at school and
2: in Houston, Texas to be exact.
1: Okay, I didn't know the location. Okay, so it was in Houston. And I say it was a part of PTSS. This is the post-traumatic slave syndrome. And the trauma that goes along with it over
2: generations. And you kind of disagree, right, Brock? Yeah, I did. I, I get where you're coming from, but... <sighs> In that particular instance, I, I'm not gonna... I, I can't... I can't rock with you on giving that as an out for her. Not in this one. All right, go. All right, so for those of you who haven't seen it, um, I mean, I'm sure... I mean, you can look it up, but long story short, um, mother gets a call from her school. I think um her kid was... I think mean, maybe six at the oldest. Um... And you could tell that this probably wasn't her first call um, about that particular child. Um, so she leaves her job, um, comes up to the school, uh, actually gives the kid a whooping in front of the staff. I, I um, once I did a little more research <clears throat> on it, the kid got a whooping at school too. Which I mean, hey, I, I got a whooping or two at school. I came from it back in the day, but we <laughs> we we in a we're in a kinder gentler state as far as what we um, consider as um, you know, acceptable behavior when it comes to parenting our children in this day and age. But uh, either way, um, he gets a whooping. But I don't even think it was so much about the whooping as much as it was um, the language that she was using with her kid and the tone. I mean, uh, tone is everything in in communication. And you can get a lot across using the right rhetoric. So, you know, she's yelling at her kid and you know, she said she's in the kid's face, got a hand in his face, said if these motherfucking teachers call me up to this motherfucking school again, I'ma come up here and I'ma knock your motherfucking head off. And, and like she's saying this to her kid in front of the teachers and everything. Um and I just I wasn't feeling it, yo. I mean, I I'm I'm not this Soft new age parent that's like, hey, you shouldn't beat your kids and all of that. By all means, I think some kids need a good ass woman. Kids are like old cars; you gotta tune them up every six months so they can act right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I get that, but at the same time, the way that she was talking to her kid and the tone that she was using, you would think that that was just somebody off the street that 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 she didn't know and love. The way that she was talking to this child, now rock right, how do you know she doesn't know any better?
3: Well, and that uh, and that's the thing.
2: Look, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I know in a lot of instances we say, "Hey, we do what we know, we do what we've learned, and it's been oh, generations uh, after generations passed down." Her great great, maybe even great great grandparents were slaves, and all they knew is from discipline was you know being beaten, you know, in order to get the the behavior that you wanted so they probably beat their kids who beat their kids who beat theirs fast forward now you got her you know talking to her her six-year-old like he's some dude out in the street i hear you but like i say on many different fronts whether we're talking about black finances whether we're talking about black education or whether we're talking about black parenting the fact of the matter is we are in the information age today So to say that is all I know is very narrow minded in my honest opinion, because if you want to know more, if you want to do better, the information is there. We walk around with a computer in our hands 99% of the time. Some of us take showers with said computer in our hand. (laughs) So the information is there to do better if you want to do better. And I don't know what she expected to come of this because she's actually trying to fight the state right now and doubling down on what what she did and how she did it, saying that she's preparing her kid for the world because this is how the world is going to treat him. So she loves him and she's going to treat him accordingly so he can be prepared for the world. Like she didn't expect this to happen in today's day and age. So the state of Texas is not only taking that child, they've taken her other children as well. Dr. Um, to it. would you would you care yeah, to chime in?
0: I, I definitely would because I think there's a lot to um there's a lot to unpack here, you know, and without taking things out of context, there's an assumption that an individual should know better and should do better. Right. And so for this young lady, first of all, what I saw was trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. And for what we know, this could be this could be better for her. This could mm. be an improvement from where she's come from and from what she has been exposed to.
2: That's scary. To. If that's the
0: case, and that's scary. scary, right? And I'm also offer you this. Just like our trauma, when you go all the way back from generation and from slate, at what point was help offered? Even in her story right now, it came with judgment and she should have known better and everybody has technology. There's a lot of people that have technology that don't know what to search, where to search and who to go to to find out even if what they're looking at is valid. So there is a lot of assumptions on this lady, and not a single lifeguard I can see has been thrown to her. And so, it's it's easy to say that she should have known better. It's easy to say if she loved her child, she wouldn't boom boom boom. boom. But no, the fact no, no,
2: no. I did. I'll oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, she's working. She left work. We don't know what that situation is and what that context put into her. As you said, it might not have been the first phone call. How many resources have been brought to her to show you, let me show you how to deal with certain behaviors in your home? You know, how many times the service is offered without being given to you as a punishment? She'll get it now because she's going to be punished. But I can guarantee you, if this is a third, fourth, or fifth call, some services should have been rendered before the pot blew, uh, boiled over. And mm. we don't trust okay. We come with a lot of justice. Okay. I, I, that was,
3: you know what? that's kind of what I was going to talk about too. the other stressors that are also a part of all of this. You don't know what her, her financial state is, what kind of stress that's put on her job. Um, and, and then again, you can't assume that knowing better is the same baseline for everybody. What I know is to be better. is not going to be what somebody else knows to be better that has a yeah. different level of sight from where they're at in life, have a different type of perspective from who they were raised with. Uh, and like, um, you know, Dee said, um, a lot of times that's, that's dependent on what you've been put into, who you've been exposed to. So we don't know what kind of trauma she's been dealing with, but that it all, oh, it did look like trauma to me. It looked like, you know, when people hit their red line and they get frustrated, um, that core comes out of you sometimes. You, you don't control yourself and you, you lash back to your survival instincts. And that's not always, you know, the right thing to do. It's not justifying what she did. I don't justify going and spanking a kid and, and, and cursing at him. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't believe in talking to kids in that capacity in any way, in, in any format. You can spank a child and, and not talk to them that way. I think that the, the language is more abusive than anything else.
2: And that was my but, point.
3: You know, so, but again, her doing that, she could be thinking, well, I wasn't hit with a stick or I wasn't hit with a wire or I would have worse than they put me out the house or I wouldn't get no food. There's different levels of trauma and how people express it. That's her probably thinking, if I don't do this, maybe she ends up like somebody that I saw growing up as a kid that ended up being in the street and getting killed or going to jail. So there's a lot of different levels to the trauma that we deal with in society. Um, right. And sometimes you don't know where to look to to actually do
2: better or if you even know if you're even doing that. You just know you're going to work okay. and doing the best you can. And let's
0: see, before you know what, to, at, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Oh, well, um, what I was going to say is, you know, that when you break it down like that, I totally get that. And I understand that. Um, And with technology, I I know technology only goes so far. One thing I would like to see, and this is one thing that we talk about and promote on this pod all the time, is the evolution of our people trying to go to the next level and grow and just be better as a collective. Um, And I say that because even without technology, I... In, in my opinion I had great parents. Were they perfect? No. They they had me young. They were young parents. I, I, I actually um say I grew up with my parents, to be perfectly honest. Um but that being the case, I also know that they made a lot of mistakes. Does that mean they were bad parents? No. Do that does that mean that I may or may not have um some underlying traumas that that occurred? Quite possibly. However my evolution is such that i took what i i took what was good from them took what i didn't deem you know necessary or quote unquote bad and i evolved so i i would like to believe that i'm a better parent than my parents were and that's not an indictment on them that's just you know the evolution of people the evolution of a family the evolution of a bloodline I would I would hope that my children are better parents to their children than I am to them, and so you're so gonna forth. raise you're gonna raise them a certain way, right? Right. But, I, to, but, but I, to I'm just them. using this. I'm just yeah. using this to co-sign on what, the, what y'all are saying, because now when you when you say it like that, in a in in a sense, I kind of agree with you that maybe this is part of her evolution, and that's where I say, damn, that's scary, because but, if uh-huh. this is a part of her evolution. Then what the hell was happening to
0: her? Bingo. Well, exactly. So let me, exactly. Let me even exactly. this into, right. this. In context for you. You know, you said, look at how you grew up in a really good environment. And you only hope to have your children do better than that. Right? So you started with foundation. Now let's go back to what the cornerstone of the conversation is that post-traumatic slave syndrome. Right? So you're 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 you might have some residual that we're all gonna carry, right? Um You learned how to brush your teeth. You're not going to question how you learn to brush your teeth. You just get up and brush your teeth that way. And you'll probably teach your kids the same way. Doesn't mean there's not another way to do it. That's just the way that you learn. So you're going to pass that down. When traumatic things have passed down, the the reactions, the trauma might not be the same. But if someone doesn't show you different, those reactions are the same. You know, you might be easily triggered, impulsive, irritable, hypervigilant. And what we saw with this lady is reactionary. And I can say personally six degrees later, and I can reflect back with raising nine children on how many times my discipline was reactionary, right? And not yeah. because I wasn't wanting to do better, not because I didn't think it was well-intended, you know, re- but there were so many better ways to do things, right? But I was, the stress level of life sometimes doesn't prepare you when you don't have a booklet or other people in your life or parents to show you a different way or to even call when things are getting hectic, some people are on their own without that life jacket. Okay,
2: but with that said, I, all right. So I can I can totally agree with the um, with the context of trauma, and that spans a multitude of com- communities. My question is: Do we continue to as as a collective? Do we continue to hang our hat? on any of our deficiencies that we have on slavery?
0: Oh, oh no.
2: at, at, no, at no. what point do at what point do we elevate past it? I'm not saying forget it. Oh. But are, are we going to continue to hang every defici- deficiency that we have on oh man that's post slavery this, post slavery so, that. So uh, let me, are we are, let me is is that what we're
1: gonna I do? We're gonna have-
2: so I guess I would say,
3: you know, no pun intended, doctor to it, but like with any good doctor, the first thing they do is you have to take, uh, you know, you get your family history. Um, They don't do that just for, you know, basic information. They're trying to get a baseline of what you've been through, where your family history was. Our family history, if we're starting in this country of slavery, you have to kind of somewhat look at it to look at our overall condition. You know what I'm saying? And when we start from that point, having been in the information age that we're in now, you have to start from back then to start to put the pieces together to where we're at now. And now that we're starting right, to look at right. our situation under a microscope, we're starting to put together our deficiencies. And sometimes we don't point them out the right way because we're all going through this together. But now we're getting to the point that we recognize what it is. So now the way that we address our, our beloved and our other people has to be more with compassion. Like, I understand what you're going through. I understand you might not even know better. Hey, sis, this is how we can do things. When I see somebody on the street and I see young brothers about to get into it a fight, I don't walk by them. It's like, yo, listen, there's a better way. You know, we can do things differently. You know what I mean? And it's just teaching ourselves and learning how to, how to do these things and you're not going to get it right the first time. You might not get it right the second time. Maybe she did know better, but maybe all the stressors she couldn't cut through and she, and she was reactionary, you know, because sometimes it takes a few times for you to get it right. Maybe it's that third time your kid gets you mad and you don't drape them up. You say, you know what? Listen, son, you know, listen, baby girl, and you have that conversation, right? You're like, "Oh, I I handled that a little bit better this time," and you get better as okay. you go, and then that goes down as you pass that to your children. Hope that they get better as they go along, but it's the recognizing of what's happening first and what has happened. It must be pointed out, cause then you can. And I
2: I, I get that. I, I get that. And although I don't have I, I don't have the background in the mental health aspect, but I do in the clinical aspect. Mm-hmm. So if we want to talk, and, and we do the same thing, you know, if we're evaluating the patient, we go through family history. But that being the case, I you know, my I have a family history of hypertension and diabetes, but I'm not a diabetic, and that's because again, at some point something had to click and say, all right, I gotta do better. So when do we say, all right, re- I, I acknowledge the family history, but I'm not gonna use that as my, my 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 net my safety net when i fall. No. i'm just going to do better.
0: and i, no, I no, think you that,
2: use that for the information go ahead, sis. i'm sorry.
0: i think that that when is it going to click is the false narrative that's put on us, right? abdul i think what you what you talked about is something serious is, is basically the village, right? i'm going to teach my brother what i have now learned, right? i'm mm-hmm. i'm going to teach the people that i care what i know. but it's twofold, right? we can teach that's cool. But it's also. But they demanding. have to be willing to listen. It's but and it's and it's also demanding the resources into our village. Like we, you know, this wasn't created all on our back. We just celebrated 9-11. one day one incident. Those people have already been paid reparations. They got a a, a memorial every year that absolutely never forget. All right, resources have right. gone into those families. Therapy has gone into those families for generations to come. They will get support. We have gotten. Nothing, and so I think on zero is it, a <laughs> demanding of resources. We should have these things. We don't need a resource officer. We don't need your pipelining. We need true counselors in our schools. So I think it's twofold. Right. Like this click that we expect to just get it and pull ourselves up to, from the bootstraps is bull. No other group has had to do that, and no other group has been through what we have been through. And we are the ones that are always expected to just get it together and figure it out. You know, we have to teach them. We have to be at the table to I, demand those resources,
1: right? And can I add, from the time that that ship pulled up to Jamestown, Virginia, up until what, maybe 300 years later, we weren't allowed to allowed Correct. to have any type of treatment. We weren't allowed none of that. We were just they looked They didn't even look at us as human beings. Three fifths of man. Like there's so much trauma behind this. Like. I mean, you got to use that
2: as the root, bro. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want anybody to think at any point that I'm discounting the idea of the root. I know the root is there. I know the pain is there. I know the trauma, the trauma is there. My question is, at what point do we start to progress past it? And, and I know that everybody is not going to march at the same pace. I get that as well. But I also know a lot of people use it rather than use it and recognize it and try to grow from it. They allow it to handicap their growth. Oh, well, I'm doing this because of. Okay. Oh, well, I'm doing that because of, too.
3: Okay. Right. There has to be a. There has to be a. There has to be a, a transformation from understanding. Exactly.
2: Where? Wh- when there's, does that
3: happen? There, there's the accountability of it. It's like, okay, now you know better. This is we're going to give you the exercise. And now you don't do better, you can't come with us, because we need right. you to grasp this stuff. And I and I think I think what you're looking for is the butterfly to come out of the cocoon. You know right. what I mean?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean exactly <laughs> I, I,
2: I, exactly but we got a bunch of caterpillars that ain't even in the cocoon yet I, 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 meanwhile we over here us?
3: what I hope real quick what's happened to some of the prominent people that's made it and moved away and then we look down at those that don't get it and like you said some of us don't get it some of it's really really deep a lot of us are in really really bad shape we don't see the exits in the way out so for us that excuse is might be the ceiling they don't know that there's something beyond that they don't know that there's because they're not seeing it every day there's too much negativity coming into their life to see it or to understand it you know mm-hmm. i just feel like yeah, so. we have to be more patient with them but at the same time holding them more accountable now is it, a, is, it is it tricky yeah it's it's crazy it, 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 i'm not saying it's something that's easily done or easily navigated but we do have to have more compassion for our own people to, to come along I hear
2: what i got you and i hear what you're saying um now, I want to ask um, ask all of you a question. Me and Chris have had this conversation before, but I really want to get y'all's you know you y'all thought process on it, and I can give you mine. Um, first part of this question, do all of you believe in the, um, the theory that a chain is only as strong as its weakest link? Of course. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, if, if a chain <clears throat> is only as strong as its weakest link, and we continue to bend to the strength of our weakest link, are we growing or are we holding ourselves back? Well,
3: two parts to that. Well, we're mm-hmm. not growing if we're doing that, but there's the other part of the strongest parts of the link, leaving the weak link. Our, well,
0: our strong mean, we're, links are going on and connecting
3: the... with, we're connected mm-hmm. with other links and not going back and, re, and building a train and, and the chain and fortifying the chain. So, again, I see prominent people that get up and just take off and they have nothing to do with the neighborhoods and the people that's come. They just look, go by and say, oh, they should know better. And there's no accountability for what they should be doing to teach them better. Like, if you know and you're not giving up that information, you're a failure just as much. I don't care what your success brings. And if you live in a nice house and you talk proper. That's not what I'm dealing with. But if you're not going back and, and you're putting that energy back in your people, like this is how I made it. This is how you can make it, and this is how you can navigate your emotions and navigating the things you can go through to get to a better point in life. Then you're failing as well. We don't have the luxury not to give the game up to our people. We've held too much stuff to our chest. You know, we used to run around back in the day as a little joke, like, that. don't tell them, the, don't tell them that game. You need to get on. Don't tell them how you did it, or they're gonna be able to do it. We want to play. I remember that coming up, and we'd have that kind of like crab mentality we wouldn't want to share if we was able to get on something because we want it for ourselves and the thing is man i'm realizing that's not done in other cultures they share it all
2: they give uh, it up they, they share right. it they, they share it and give it up to those who are willing to listen and grow for those who ain't they just get left behind
0: right but we all have to know that we were all a rusty link at one point in time somebody mm-hmm. put oil up on you Right at one point in time, one one of us was all always the rusty link. Somebody I'm has to that from you. By the way, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, i, I, I steal that different. from
2: you. I like that.
0: It's just the fact <laughs> of the matter. So whoever you were connected to, whether it was another rusty link or maybe somebody with some strength and some oil, might have given you a, a little bit more life. Right, but we all are in that same chain, and at some point, somebody gonna beat a lock. Somebody gonna be in the center. Some, you know, we all have a different position to play. And I think it's unfair to say, oh, you're weak, so you're, you're cut. You know what I mean? I think it's our job to build and grow. I was a weed until somebody watered me. I didn't even realize I was, I was anything but a weed until somebody dropped something on me and I began to grow as a flower. And so... So...
1: so go, no, ahead. go ahead, doctor. Go ahead. You know. So I, what, you're saying, what you're saying is the village sort of formed around this woman at some point.
0: Absolutely. She was failed by her village. She, and, and it goes to, you know, we talk about post-traumatic slave syndrome, but we can't forget about the post-traumatic slave master syndrome, which is the system that wants to make sure that there was no village to surround her with.
1: Of course. Ooh, slow down, Macy, killing them. Let's go. Mm. So, you know,
0: you, 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 you have to understand that they want us to be exactly how you weak, not worthy of pulling up, a problem. We were, I I was, I could tell you, I was called all of those things at one point in time.
3: Oh yeah. By people closest to us, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. (laughs) And so it is my job to make sure I'm constantly watering. I look for the rust. I bring the oil. You understand? True enough, but is there,
2: but is there a line between, since we're using this, this, you know, this chain analogy that, you know, at some point, some things are just rusted too far. Absolutely. Would you agree? Absolutely. True. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess and I guess and I and I guess just like her trauma and growth is subjective, I would yeah. argue that our perception of the level of rust and what and what is worthy of my time in oil and what is what needs to be cut is subjective as well, correct?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So
2: And I I think that's where we as a collective run into Um, and I, and I mean, as an entire collective, we run into issues because I, you know, you have some who are like, Hey, um, we, we got to fix that chain over there. And then you have some, I, I, hell I'm some, I'll be some who look at it like, nah, that's rusted all the way through. We need to go ahead and cut that link and fuse together the stronger two on either side of it to make this chain as a whole stronger. And I guess where my question is, where do we find that middle ground? To where we don't leave those who can be salvaged behind but at the same time don't stun our growth
0: I- i'm gonna say we haven't found the no middle ground because we haven't been given the anchor yet and so yeah. it's, you you know it's real easy to say what we should do but until we demand what everybody else has gotten and is getting you know the, the struggle is tenfold for us so we're supposed Boom. to be, you know so what does so- the anchor
2: look like for y'all
0: what does you know, the anchor look like? So for me, like with this sister right here, right now, we, she, she's losing all of her kids. You know, they've been called multiple times. For me, it would have looked like an intervention from the beginning, right? <laughs> the kid is already looking like he's demonstrating certain things. Mother's looking like she's having a hard time with all these stressors. What resources can we be get to this family to make sure they're strengthening, they're strengthened, they're strong, and that whatever she has going on, she doesn't feel like it's going. She about to be punished. It's going to be punished.
3: And can I and I, can I also say that the the type of resources and the human beings they send to that woman's house matter oh, as
0: well. Lord. You oh, can't man. you can't send somebody that
3: oh, comes from a different part of town that has no type of sensitivity to this woman's situation oh, and go in and try cool. to tell this woman what she does and doesn't need to do with her black child.
1: that no, I totally resources. agree with. I they totally agree
2: with that. They
3: have no no connection to our people and they go in there and write up a reports on what they think and what they base their feelings and emotions on and what they project onto us what to be right or wrong. We
1: Absolutely. need people that work
3: that come from our ilk, that, that have the compassion and love to want to go back and say, you know what, I'm going to take on that troubled family. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, sure, we, we do stuff like that just for friends and people we know right now, just to help people out. We do that in the community already. We just need professionals now to go and um, have that compassion to go inside these houses. I know you do that all the time since on your own. Just
0: But I'm, I'm going to even take it a step further, right? Because we talked about this woman who came into the school and she beat her kids in front of these folks and, and all this and all that. So, We were raised in Muslim school, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take it a bit further. Like, are we benefiting from being integrated?
2: Oh, no. I I
3: don't know. Come on. My answer answer is no. My answer is no. We have
0: not been. Okay, so we're talking about the village and we're talking about the resources. Had this mother been in her own village, would the outcome have been different or would her resources, would they have recognized... (laughs) And giving her what she needed well before we got to this point.
2: Well, the, okay, I, I, it would
0: have been be totally that different. That absolutely, kid, I would say that it would be she totally would
3: have different. would have been dealt with in the school
2: because, because right, I would say so it would be totally would have different. Been to that kid. Oh, yeah, the, the village absolutely would have handled that. She kid. would have like, we're and not bothering to say woman. a large part of our village was part of the 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 crew that was fighting for integration to begin with. Yeah. Oh yeah, we was lost. Yeah.
0: we were. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Our,
2: we, 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 our, we our village wasn't. Our village wasn't even on the same page.
0: Right. Well, you got
2: you to figure, the, the game was they, they integrated
3: all of our resources and they segregated all the benefits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they, they integrated all of our resources, all of our money, all of our wealth, everything else, and then they extracted every bit of it and they gave back nothing. It made it seem like it was our fault for not having anything. Not, that
2: sounds like, sound like good pimping.
3: Well, it does, and it sounds like what uh, Malcolm X was warning against. Not to yeah. keep doing a minute, but I'm going to keep having to say it because it keeps ringing true for where we're at right now. Right diagnosis is the right diagnosis, even if it hasn't been implemented.
0: Absolutely. Hmm.
2: Wow. So if this child was in a, let, so if we're playing for 10, if this child was in a black community, black school, black teachers, black superintendent, black, um, black principal, y'all all, you think this would have went different, correct?
3: Well, let's let's uh, are you using it in the context of today. or are you using it in the context if we never was integrated, because you can't use that context of today <laughs> and then throw out Baltimore, because that's 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 a different. No, type no, of, no, no,
2: no, no, no. I'm no, I'm not even trying to throw out, um, throw out, you know, a curveball. I'm just, I'm really just digesting. If you um, think about what was going on
3: after Reconstruction, digesting what
2: was put, being put out there, like wh- you know, I'm I'm asking myself the question: Would so it have been I, different? You're I would not. say
3: yes if you take where we was at in reconstruction and we never got integrated and we at least built some type of police and military force for ourselves at that point. Yeah, our village would have been solid and we would have been asking for handouts at, at this point because we were already thriving as a community.
0: Absolutely. You know
3: what I mean We were already coming along and it wasn't until they started burning and bombing and, and destroying and, and, and destroying everything that we had, even though we didn't even get what we were promised, we were still thriving. We, were used yeah. to, we used to be, what, 60% of the farmers in this country. We used to do 60% of the agriculture in this country as black people. We used to own 60% of the farms. That was the biggest part of the wealth in this country back then. And they burned them, they took them, and they, 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 they robbed them from us. And now they make it seem like, well, why don't you guys have anything? Well, when you break treaties and you break laws and you break rules and you burn people's communities to the ground, a couple things happen. One, the people lose the resources. Two, you instinct fear in them and their children. So a couple generations lose out on that because of the trauma from that one incident. So then you have to have people that come up beyond that trauma, learn how to handle it, and then start to re-implement the stuff. And it's almost like they, they, they burn ourselves to the ground and we have to start over every 30, 40, 50 years. You're getting to a point now where people are waking up again and you're going to see it start to rebuild. And I'm very curious to see what happens 10 years from now.
2: If we're going to have a you know, mass reset. And um, I don't Go ahead, Abdur.
3: History well, history shows that's what it's been. There's been match resets constantly. Whether it, whether it's the burning burning of Tulsa or to smoke in one of our, our prophets, and Dr. Martin or Malcolm, you know,
0: hmm. or Kwame
3: Ture, or name any one of our beloveds that they knock down when we start to gain some steam. And it does the same thing over again. Kills the movement, slows us down. We go, go back into hiding. Our spirits are crushed, and then we have to start all over again.
1: Hey, you killed him. You killed a messenger. You killed a message.
0: Which, which is yeah, why I also say that goes back to being back to the village, right? Because what is the, you know, when I got in trouble in the school and I'm a, I'm attacking. Remember very distinctly because it, it stands it stands out when the village comes for you. I remember I had my first crush and I got caught holding his hand under a blanket because I was being grown. <laughs> so not only did <laughs> I get you, he's laughing because he knows exactly who it is, right? Because we don't... <laughs> so, I got in trouble by the entire village. But then it wasn't just the punitive part. It was the other part, the buildup, the why you have value, because you're respected. You know, I want you to remember you are a queen. Like those are the parts that the motive is different. So when you're in their environment, and the perception is that you're already these negative things, then it's very easy to just treat you as such, right? But when you're in an environment where they see you as a value, then everything thats that you're going to be surrounded is is with, to build you up. Everything that is going to be fed into you, even when you're wrong, after the end of it, it's going to be to teach you and why they told you you were wrong. So that's not what we're getting right now. We're getting you're, you're nothing more than what everybody expects you to be. Mm. Mm.
1: there we go and with that said I think we can we can stop this right now and um, you know like I always say we can always pick it up another time but I want to thank y'all for joining in on this conversation this shit was dope <laughs> I mean, uh, absolutely absolutely <laughs> <That was> dope. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tewitt Dr. Tewitt I hope
0: we can get you back again most definitely and I
1: wanna thank everybody for listening. Yeah, yeah. Peace out.
0: Love okay. the village talks.
1: This is called Mike Paper Scissors.